Hello, and welcome to the Divorced Dadvocate, Divorce Support for Dads, where we help dads create a healthy and less traumatic divorce. My name is Jude Sandoval, and I'm your host. I created this podcast in the Divorce Advocate community as a result of my own high-conflict divorce, and because you as a dad deserve all the resources necessary to thrive through this challenging time. I encourage you to check out our website at thedivorcedadvocate.com, where there are resources that correspond to this episode, as well as free access to our membership community, where you will find live meetings, free workshops and courses, private discussion groups, and more. And now on to this week's episode. Hello and welcome. I am so pleased that you are here today. And in this episode, we are going to do a another round of practical advice. I just was looking through uh, the uh, episode log and realized that we haven't done a uh, an episode uh, or a recording of practical advice. And for those of you that are listening that are new to the show, our practical our practical advice uh, episodes are something that are, are, sh- are episodes that are short and sweet, probably around about 15 minutes or less that give you some practical advice, some real specific practical advice on um, either how to do uh, something during, before, during, or after divorce. And what we're going to be chatting with today or chatting about today are six bad vices you should ditch. So our practical advice today are is six bad vices you you should dish or you should ditch dish the the first one you'll understand after i after i introduce the first one why i said dish but um first i also also want to remind you that um please share uh this content uh, across social media anywhere that you're at it helps us immensely and uh also if you can stop right now and just leave us a, a star rating uh or um give us a comment somewhere on any one of the platforms that uh, that you're listening uh, on. This helps us immensely in getting the word out. The show continues to grow. Uh, it's slowed down a little bit, I'll be honest, lately. Uh, we're still getting some growth, but uh, we want to get this out to as uh, many parents as possible. So number one in six bad vices you should dish, you should ditch is the first one is fast food, and that's why I think I keep saying dish because I keep thinking about it's almost dinner time here where uh, where I'm at at the time I'm recording this right now. So I must be a little bit hungry if I keep saying dish. But fast food, now, man, fast food is cheap, convenient, and saves time. And I know that time and convenience is uh, and and cheap, right? As we're going through this process, is are all. Things that are very, very um, attractive and beneficial for us, but the the fast food is just fraught with so many things that are not good for ourselves uh, as well as our children. And if you know, it, uh, studies show that Americans opt for fast food one to three times a week, which is not, which is not, not a positive. And also, it's been shown that just living near a fast food restaurant is linked to an increase in type 2 diabetes and obesity. So just living nearby is something that is a, that is a detrimental. Oh, and I also did want to mention that I found these uh, six bad vices in this article at allprodads.com. If you haven't found uh, that website or you're not familiar with the website, it is absolutely phenomenal. It's got a lot of great advice for dads and moms. 
uh, around parenting. So allprodads.com, check that out. Um, back to the fast food. So uh, if you have listened to one of my earlier podcast episodes, we talked about meal planning and how to do the meal planning. I know that this can be incredibly difficult and challenging, particularly for uh, those parents that are listening that may have not been ones that were, um, were, were planning and executing or preparing and then serving dinners. If you maybe were in a traditional type of marriage that's, uh, that uh, one or the other parents was responsible for that, then jumping into having to prepare meals every single day when uh, during your parenting time can be a little bit challenging. But I highly, highly recommend not diving into the fast food thing. It's uh, it is just not going to model healthy living for your children. And here's the other the other part about taking the time to to think about and to prepare and to sit down and eat a meal together is that it is going to uh, it is going to deepen those relationships that you have with the kiddos. I know for me, what I started to do in in avoiding this fast food is that we started working together. I started having my daughters spend time once a week on the weekend, usually because that's when we're, when I was available for us to sit together and talk about what we were going to eat and plan out a menu for a week. And then each one of them was responsible for doing one, one meal a week. And then they would think about what they wanted to do. We would talk about it. We would write down the ingredients on um, on our grocery list. And then we made it a family thing. When we would go to the grocery store, they would pick out the stuff that they were going to prepare for their dinner for that week. And then on the, on, on the night that it was their turn, then we carved out the time and I made dinner while I was ma- they made dinner with me and prepared their meal and served their meal. And it was really great. They got into it for a short period of time. Well, I shouldn't say for a short period of time because we did it for for a long, a long period of time together. I, I'll be honest, we have fallen off, fallen off that uh, recently with uh, teens and three teens and three different schedules for teens and the uh, chaos that uh, goes along with trying to uh, coordinate all of that. You almost need. Um, uh, a, a PhD, a master's degree, or some kind of uh, graduate degree in um, time management and scheduling in, in order to do that. And those of you that have teens know what I'm talking about. But we we got into it to the point where they we got a, a kid's cookbook that was really helpful. And what we did is we looked in that, and that cookbook had lots of easy recipes that were quick and easy that they could execute. So That's a way it's not only going to help you model healthy lifestyle, but it can also definitely help you with um, deepening those relationships and spending times together. The uh, second bad vice you should ditch is alcohol. Now, look, I'm no prude uh, around uh, around alcohol. I've drank my fair of uh, fair share of alcohol. I am, uh, though, on almost one year of uh, not drinking any alcohol at all. And I can tell you that um, firstly, I never in in my life imagined that I would stop drinking alcohol. And I just made the decision about a year ago that it was not serving me in any way. When you really think about alcohol, it is simply a toxin to your body. There are no benefits to uh, to it when you put it into your body, like uh, like when you put food into your body and it has nutrients and things that it uh, that it can. Uh, that it can help you with, that it can go into your cells, that 
that uh, that it helps your body to uh, absorb and, and and benefit and operate. Alcohol is simply just a toxin that has real no real benefit to it. So for me, that is why I you know in my push to try to clear my body and my mind and my life of anything that is not beneficial to me, I just decided to stop doing it. And I can tell you, number two is that it has been absolutely amazing. Um, I, I feel so much better. I feel just clean. I, I, I wake up clear-headed, and I feel that I'm very focused and disciplined in uh, in my life and in what I'm doing and in my work and with my children. And so, you know, it's it, it has been a, a huge, huge benefit. Um, so, the you know, the challenge is, is that it, it, became, it can become – uh, it can become something of a, of a crutch that we use to deal with stress or that we, you know, and, and unfortunately our society has really, how should I say this, created the atmosphere in which everything, much of what we do revolves around alcohol. We're watching sporting events, you're drinking, you're going out to dinner, you're drinking, you're having a party, you're drinking. I mean, Really, there is just a ton of everything that we do that revolves around drinking. And so it will take a conscious effort in order to stop doing that and just saying, hey, I'm going to drink something else. Now, that doesn't mean like there's not other beverages that that you can drink. And this is going to just do an immense amount, like I said, for helping you to stay in right mind and make good judgments and, and stay in a good mood. That's the other thing. It helps to, uh, it alters your, it definitely alters uh, your mood. And so, you know, this, by getting rid of this and purging this from your life, it's going to definitely, definitely help you. You don't, you will not need it to, to relax or loosen up or have a good time. I mean, I, everything I'm saying you've, you've probably heard from, Man, if you went to college, right, <laughs> um, all the the reasons why you should have a drink or to de stress at the end of the day, or um, you know, let's let's think of uh, better, more positive ways of um, winding down at the end of the day. That could be uh, it could be a meditation, um, but if you've got kids, that might not be a really good way uh, to do it because it's hard to to keep them quiet to just sit quietly and meditate. Or you could teach them how to meditate and do that wind down after school as well. Uh, or you could do some exercise would be a better way to to wind down uh, as well, which is uh, could be as simple as going for a walk or doing something like that to uh, decompress. There's a myriad of other ways to do that other than uh, alcohol to to try to relax or to wind down. So try to try that. Try to get rid of the alcohol in your life. Uh, the number three bad vice you should ditch is porn. And this one is one that you don't hear uh, people talk about. It's a little bit taboo, but I tell you what, it is insidious. And it is, um, I would, I would go as far as saying that is, is something that is, that is a public health crisis right now, particularly in the way in which it is impacting relationships between men and women, because um, one in five mobile searches is for porn. So it is, absolutely uh, incestuous and all over the place. And what the problem is, is porn rewires your thinking and it rewires the neural pathways in your mind. It sends a flood of hormones to your memory receptors and it shows you, the, it basically what it does is it wires 
your mind to think that what you're seeing on the screen is what sexual satisfaction looks like. And it is not. And then eventually become desensitized to the images and dissatisfied with your real sex life. And as you can imagine, what that leads to then is difficulties and challenges with pair bonding, with uh, with another partner, with then needing to demand uh, more explicit and graphic materials or that in real life. And in order to satiate what is an insatiable appetite that comes from that rewiring in your brain. So, man, we should probably just do a whole episode on this. And maybe I will try to find uh, an expert or somebody that we can uh, sit and talk with about this and how to um, how to uh, how to unwire or rewire your brain and how to get off of it. It's no less uh, it's no different than an addiction to alcohol or drugs or anything else that we're addicted to when we rewire our brains to satisfy um, satisfy ourselves without um, without really thinking about the consequences of what happened and what happens. And since it's so prevalent and there's little, you know, at least alcohol, you've got to wait till you're uh, 21 and you got to you, you to to buy it or drugs uh, or legal drugs at, at least um, to to be able to acquire those that the porn is just prolific everywhere and I think I read a study of something it was just incredibly sad that by the time uh, kids are 13 at least 75 or 80 percent of them will have watched porn on uh, on on um, the internet at some point. And so you can imagine that this is just not something that is positive for, uh, for kids to be seeing too, as it's not uh, real life or really how a relationship or how a sexual relationship uh, works in real life, nor how it should work in real life. So um, number three is porn. And, and I think maybe uh, I'll put that on my list as something that we'll um, dive into a little bit more in the future here. Uh, number four bad advice you should ditch is cable news. And I would say basically any kind of uh, mainstream news at all. It is simply meant um, to dish inflammatory, sensational, and bombastic commentary at you. It is only meant to um, be graphic uh, as well as uh, something that is just going to uh, catch your attention and it's not, uh, you know, it's framing others as villains and just puts an edge around you that most every everybody or everything is black or white. And if you've lived life at any for any amount of time, which if you're listening, I'm sure that you're uh, well into your adult life, that everything is not black or white. Most all of life operates in the gray areas. And so when you're watching this stuff, when you're listening to this stuff, when you're reading this stuff, then what it is doing is it's um, making it more challenging for you to be able to listen to the other side of things. So what I try to do and what I've heard other experts talk about is to curate where you want to get your news and then use those sites or reading materials or listening uh, places and go to those to get your to, to get your news and what you want to, to see or read or listen to. Uh, and then just take the time to go and 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 
do that and don't just have it running. Like the worst thing is possible is just possible is just to have it running all the time and listening or on the TV and just have it blasting all the time. Not only is it just, it's going to be bad for you. It's going to be bad for the kids to, to hear that combative content all the time and the polarization all the time. It just does not help. So that's number four, bad, bad vice you should ditch. The number five bad vice you should ditch is anger. Now, we've done more than one, I think, episode on anger and how anger is a positive because it is an emotion. And just like all emotions, they are positive and they are here to tell you something. Uh, it is what you do with those emotions, the behavior that stems from those emotions as to whether or not it becomes a positive in your life. But, um, you know, anger can be a good thing if utilized, say, like in the context of righteous anger, where you want to you know, get up and do something or you want to fight for something or uh, it, it prompts you to uh, to something that is a positive in your life. But if it's just part of resentment and bitterness, let's say you're ruminating over your divorce and your ex and you're just angry all the time, that is when, you know, it's going to be bad. Your kid's going to see that you cannot deal with disappointments and life difficulties. Uh, and it's just going to show them that they that they shouldn't do they shouldn't deal with it either so you you'll see and this was a big wake up call for me that depending upon what your mindset is and what your mood is that's going to set the tone for all of the rest of your household and literally on a day-to-day basis so if you're angry all the time and you're beholden to your emotions all the time that is going to trickle down to the kids and you're going to notice that that is how they will start behave too so deal with your anger learn how to contain your emotions and how to uh to identify and understand when they're coming up and then what to do with them so we've done podcast episodes on that as well on emotions what to do when they come up, how to deal with them when they come up at times that are inconvenient, uh, how to go back and assess them, and then how to take those uh, emotions uh, and turn them into feelings that then can become behaviors that will be a positive in your life. Okay, number six, bad advice you should ditch is social media apps. Oh my gosh, this one. So a little before... And this has probably been about four years, five years now. I, I did, yeah, wow, it's, that's a long time. It's probably been four, at least four or five years now, where I've deleted all of my social media. Now I do still have, I do now have the Facebook uh, and the LinkedIn for the business, but I have no personal, um, no personal interaction on any of these social media sites. And I got to say, it is absolutely fantastic not to be involved in any of that. You know. You can jump on YouTube and you can just dive into this. All of these apps are meant to keep you scrolling, keep you addicted to the content, keep you interacting with the app through um, talking to other peoples or watching the videos or whatever it is. It is absolutely, I can't remember the name of the, um, can't remember the name of the movie, but the designers of these are have created and they've worked off of the way in which your mind works and we were wired as human beings to be addicted to staying on these things and they do absolutely little to nothing they were once meant to be able to connect people which was a positive which i think has run its course and at this point there is nothing 
there's really little to no benefits to to them. The Twitters or the Instagrams or the Facebooks or the TikToks and anything. It is time. And again, this is something that gets your mind wired, your brain wired, those neurotransmitters to keep you on and on and on. And if you've ever watched a video on, on YouTube and then you somehow spent 45 more minutes on YouTube watching something else, you know that this happens or that little ding goes off on your phone. And you got to pick it up and see that it's another social media post or somebody commented or somebody thumbed up or whatever. It is all meant to keep you back on that. And that is all time that you could be putting towards better things you could be putting for towards the the cooking right the the fast food instead of eating fast food you could be cooking and spending that time in shopping for and preparing and sitting down for a meal together you it could be the time that you're spending to 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 meditate on and understand that um the emotions that you're coming up the angry emotions you're having and, and what that's about and how you can move forward in a positive behavior with that it's time you can spend with your kiddos in doing something with them and coloring or playing or going outside now that it's warm again here in uh, in in our our are part of the world here in the United States or uh, a puzzle or just sitting down and talking. It is time better spent because there's going to be little rewards to being on those social media apps compared to the rewards you can get in being present in your life uh, on a daily basis and particularly with your kiddos. All right, those are our six bad vices you should ditch in our latest installment of the practical advice. I hope that you enjoyed this today. If you did, please, again, give us a star rating. Give us a comment on any one of the podcast platforms that you're listening on. Share this far and wide on social media. It helps immensely. And uh, I hope that you have a phenomenal week and God bless. To hear the rest of this episode and access the corresponding resources, visit thedivorcedadvocate.com and become a member of our community. It's free to join and will provide you with the resources you deserve as a divorced or divorcing dad. Thank you for listening. God bless. And I'll talk with you next week.